You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the World Team on Volume Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I'm joined, as always, by Paul Stewart, who is still stateside. Yeah, I'm still stateside, but I'm currently in Houston right now to see some friends. I'm off to go to a, char- a uh, charity event for my friend who's dealing with cancer right now. So it's a more of a fundraiser. So I'm off to that today. So exciting times uh trying to get a lot of people to towards that and but yeah i'm still on the state side but i fly home tomorrow unfortunately oh, no. i know i know texas paul will be no more i know hopefully next time will be permanent hopefully hopefully <laughs> maybe you've got some stuff coming up that you might have to come back for sooner rather than later yeah i have a wedding in april so i i will be back in i'll back ugh, i can't even speak I'll be back in Texas in April. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be exciting. Well, perfect. All right. So we uh, we beat these Seattle Seahawks on Thursday night football. Yeah. Um, a lot harder than we anticipated. I will give Seattle a lot of credit. They made that a dogfight in that game. Like, like. DK Metcalf had a fantastic game of thought. Like he did kind of slightly expose the lone brand in certain situations. Like, but when our defense had to step up, they stepped up when it really mattered. And that's that is clutch performance when you really do think about it. So all kudos to the defense for when they when we need them at most, and it sealed us the win. Yeah, I mean, you could talk all day about the issues that we encountered over there on that side of the yeah. ball. But yeah, truly though, when it did matter, they locked down and they sealed the deal. Yeah. I will say though, I was really confused with the last play of the game. So they were running. A I think zero we play. all were. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, the basically we wanted for a screen pass to Shambhavi, whatever the running back's name was, but the left tackle would completely disregard Micah Parsons, who got to Geno Smith less like in 1.8 seconds. You don't want to give a guy who can run a 4-3 that amount of time to get to your quarterback like that, especially if you run a screen pass. So bad play call from Pete Carroll, I thought, because they could have easily converted that and still pushed on for the head of the game. But I'm not complaining. We got the win. We're See, nine, we're, you're we're not nine. wrong about that. What I was getting at was, I don't know why we didn't go for a first down to just in that game. Mm, true. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about early on in the game? No, at the, like, right before that last play. Oh, yeah. yeah Our yeah. last series. I was yeah. like, you convert this first down instead of trying to get that 50 50 ball into the end zone. Like, we could be talking. 
about a completely different scenario. However, it, yeah, it kind of goes. He back let Micah Parsons get home, and he did. Yeah, I mean, it still kind of goes back to slight decision making from Mike McCarthy in terms of his strategy and stuff as is is play calling from time to time. I mean, I thought overall offensively, I thought the play calling was pretty good, but it's like the weirder decisions, like should we go out and fourth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like even early on in the first half, like. I like the move because even though it was like fourth and two, we did go for it and then we did get stopped. But at the same time, they're kind of looking back on it. It's like we could have just went for the three points. We could have, but and put more of a cushion on it. But hey oh, but end of the day, we're undefeated. But I tell you what though, the strangest thing about that whole game, there were no punts in that game. None whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was either touchdowns, uh, four and outs, or turnovers that was it there was no there was no need for brian anger in that game whatsoever he was chilling on the sideline yeah Uh, i I told kelsey this fun fact too but um there's five games in nfl history that have had zero punts and mike mccarthy has coached three of them interesting (laughs) that's 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 quite a nice statistic to have in a way i don't well, uh, yeah, well, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, hey, if, as long as we got that win, I don't give a crap. <laughs> you were about to say something else, but I totally agree. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, so you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, but all kudos to that. I thought Dak had a fantastic performance. Again, this is kind of leading up to the question. Is Dak MVP? If you're going to look at his statistics right now, he has got the highest QBR rating all across the NFL right now. I think he's believed he's second in terms of passer rating and stuff like that. So, um, but let me just get the stats up just now. So, uh, in terms of Dak Prescott, uh, he's 3,234 yards. Uh, he is, let me just check. Just had it there. He is with. 411 attempts, 288 of those are completed. His completion rate is 70.1, sorry. So he's got the second highest completion rate, only to be behind a Brock Purdy. But let's be fair here. Brock Purdy is not really your typical gunslinging quarterback. He is a system quarterback, and he's thrown much less attempts, etc., etc. And he's like he's like 600 yards less than Dak. But he scored 26 touchdowns and six interceptions. So Dak is number one for touchdowns, number one for um, completion rate. Uh, sorry, let me just get that again. Uh, was it completion rate? It was, I just said it earlier. Uh, QBR rating, sorry. He was no, he's number one for QBR rating and he's number one for touchdowns in the NFL. So how can you not deny Dak Prescott to be in the conversation at least to be in? I think he staked his claim on the conversation. I mean, if the if the season ended today, yeah, um, you know, I think he'd be the, one of the top candidates for it. If it's going to come down to these next several games, and I think that um, if he keeps playing the way that he's been playing, like that's mm-hmm. to win. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Cause... But that's how I feel. I, I want to be clear, because even if the Eagles do win the NFC East, which is completely possible and likely, actually, um, I don't think that should really matter or factor into that decision on MVP. 
I think yeah. it doesn't say MVP of the team that won their division. It's MVP of the league, MVP of your team. And yeah, Jack. yeah, because it should consider like battling adverse adversity, coming back to win games, being the strong leader of your team, and get through all the hard times. And Dak has proved that constantly this season. Yep. But when you're comparing to like the other MVP candidates, like Jalen Hurts, for example, I do disagree with this whole assessment of Jalen Hurts, and I'm not trying to hate on Hurts. Like, I do I do think he is a good quarterback, but if there's going to be an MVP for the Eagles, it has to be Jason Kelsey, because he's the one it's the he is the shoestring of that whole team, really, let's be honest. If you want to give him a couple games away from those, like, devastating false starts that he had twice in a row oh well <laughs> well yeah after we'll we'll look we'll forget about those after like a couple of yeah. games <laughs> yeah and saying that san francisco and philadelphia play today they that do be, uh, that'll be an interesting one yeah um i'm obvious i don't think i've ever said this before i'm rooting for the niners yeah i never thought i would ever say that as well as much as uh, it, it pains my blood to say that, but I was it, saying "bang bang Niner gang" last night so many times. Meg, you did not. <laughs> well, that was around Eagles fans. I had to. Uh, ah, right, okay. Anyway, like, <laughs> oh yeah, just start start the part a little bit. Why? Yeah, yeah, uh, no. of course. Did I mean that with every fiber of my being? Absolutely not. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I did say it a lot. So. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, so we're obviously everyone's rooting for the Niners today to beat the Eagles. That helps us out a lot um, if that happens. And I think we have a rooting guide up on Blogging the Boys on Instagram. Um, So you can always check that out. We're also rooting for the Lions to beat the Saints, the Browns to beat the Rams, and Kansas City to beat the Packers. Yeah, Kansas City, I can see happening. Uh, who is the Rams playing against, sorry? The Browns. So we need the Rams to lose? Yes, because it strengthens our wild card positioning. Right. Okay. The way how the – well, if the short – well, I don't even know what the situation is. You never know. Like, with the Rams, you never know what team's showing up, so – if it's just defense is playing, then the Browns, yeah, but we just don't know how the Browns are offensively right now. So, but the Lions game, that's an interesting one. The reasoning is to keep Detroit alive for the number one seed since Dallas has a game left against them, aka mm. they got to win and then we got to beat them. Yep. Yep. That makes all perfect sense. And was that our commander in chief, RJ, that brought all those statistics together? Of course it was. Ah, uh, that guy, honestly, is just an absolute mastermind of coming up with these scenarios. Uh, he thinks big, of everything. I know. Big shout out to RJ. Always. Always. Um. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when it gets, we, it, I do kind of, how, how do you feel about, like, would you, it, there is a possibility out there in the, in the ether that, you know, we could win the division. Um, I think I'd rather say fifth and be the wild card and play the NFC South. 
I tend to agree with you because every time we seem to have had the number one seed, we get too relaxed about the whole situation in recent years and it's fallen apart. We always like just completely just went falling to pieces. Every time we're the wild card, we're constantly on the go. We're keeping our minds active. We're constantly like scouting, 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 training, training, training. Like don't I'm not saying that, that we don't do that on a bye week or anything like that, but I'm just saying like there seems to be more of a relaxed mindset where it comes to it because oh yeah, we've got the week off type of thing, you know. But I think the uh, one thing is like I, we do have a home field advantage. So that's something that you're you know giving up in that scenario. Yeah, that's the only like would we push for the try and go for the number one seed? And get the home field advantage because we have been well, we are being invincible for the past 14 games, so yeah. that makes perfect sense. But in terms of the wild card, it keeps the players constantly on the go. I would rather like prove the doubters wrong by being on the road. Like, I'll, I'll like this is just like, do you think you can beat the Eagles in Philly? Yes, I think we can. Based on that last performance against Philadelphia, I still feel we were the better team. I think it's, we could have won that actual game pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, like those so made mistakes. less mistakes. <laughs> yeah, less mistakes, and again, referees have been terrible. Not just in that game, but throughout yeah. the whole year. Like, let's not to mention the whole horse collar tackle on Josh Allen against the Eagles. Funnily enough, so. It's been very skeptical from the officiating side this year, uh, for not just for the Cowboys, but for many teams. So that would be my only concern. But if we were just to play straight up football, no fouls, we do have the better team. But I, 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 I do feel like once we start getting the ball rolling, I think we could easily dismantle Philadelphia right now. I really do. Um, but yeah, but if we do manage to get home field advantage. We just need to make sure where we are on our A game and just do what we do. And because yeah. yeah, as of right now, we've only had like one game this year where we've won by like by 20, like we've only scored 20 points and that was the Chargers games. That was 17 to 20. Um, So we won that game. But any other game by we've won, it's been like in the mid 30s or early 40s. So we've been putting teams away quite comfortably throughout this whole season whenever we do win like in that type of fashion so it's a matter of just being consistent keep going what we're doing eliminate the mistakes i think we're going to be absolutely fine because for the first time in a long time like i feel more confident this year than i did last year and that's that's a statement like i never thought i would say that considering the rocky start we had against like arizona the loss to san francisco but these last five weeks Man, it's definitely it's changed my whole perception of this football team, I tell you. Yeah, I mean, I think they needed this time to really develop together. Um, I think we asked before this stretch of games um, to see, you know, Brandon Cooks be incorporated, to see them open up the running game a little bit. Absolutely. Tony, like, even if you have to pass it to him sometimes. Um, but, like, <clears throat> we asked for that. And they did it. Yep, they delivered. And speaking about being delivered, if someone has been stepping up recently, is Mr. Jake Ferguson. Absolutely. He has, he has certainly came on leaps and bounds. 
he is playing like a tight end number one right now. And I don't know about you, but I loved his dog mentality in that Seattle game where he did that first down, got in the face of those Seahawks players. I was like, yes. They were so mad. Oh, I loved it. And you had, was it Jamal Adams and Dak Prescott, like having a wee talk and talk together and stuff like that? I think it was Jamal Adams. It's either him or Witherspoon. I don't know. But either or, there was a lot of fight in this team. And this is something that I felt like it's lacked last year. Like we're seeing it week by week, the confidence, the, the, the aggression. Like you're seeing a lot more from the O-line, getting a lot more aggressive out there. And I'm loving every single of it right now. We're, we're playing some really good offensive football right now. Our defense, like don't, don't get me wrong, that game in Seattle was a bit of a, oh, it did creak some holes in there. But overall, defensively, we have really have stepped up. I completely agree with you. Um Honestly, expose them now, let them overcome it, and, you know, let them lock that up. <laughs> I, we do need to give another big shout to Mr. Brandon Aubrey, who is now becoming one of my favorite players. It really <laughs> has. I, I, I have to. Like, former yeah, soccer player, it's his first year in the NFL. He's, what, 23, 24. Like, he's not missed a field goal all year. That is just unbelievable. So, if anything, like, this guy should be, like, a first name in that Pro Bowl. Mr. Brandon Aubrey. I yeah, he's he's just lights out. It is um again, I think we always feel weird, you know, after the comfort of Dan Bailey when that ended. Um, you know, the uncertainty of your kicker has been yeah. a thing that we've dealt with. So just to feel comfortable with a kicker, Kelsey Charles is very pleased. <laughs> I don't blame her. I don't, <laughs> and just a shout out to Kelsey. Miss you. <laughs> <laughs> she misses you too. And uh, Gutty would Gutty that she wasn't in town. Yeah. Well, tell everyone how the rim, last part of your trip was. Yeah. You got so, to see yes. Miss Price. Say that again. Sorry. You got to see Miss Price at the game. Yeah, so I got to see the legendary Cowboys fan that is Caroline Price. She was there at the Miller Lake Club. I got to say hello, catched up with her for a good 10 minutes. Um, saw some of the other super fans there. I've not seen them in years. And obviously during uh, the halftime, it was the Demarcus Ware's um, be shrine there because of the Hall of Fame and stuff. Like and Jack Howley. Yep. Like, obviously, he's not there. So me being a big fan, a big geek when it comes to former Cowboys players. I did have my UK Cowboys flag fan. I paid $10 for a pen at the bar. I tried to get Roger Starbuck and Emmett Smith to sign my flag, and I got completely ditched. I felt so heartbroken. <laughs> and, it was, and, it was, and it was captured on video as well. So I feel, uh, but I'm not, I'm not mad. You don't like, have to put that video anywhere is a thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm not, I'm not putting that video up live. No, no way. But the fact is, it's like, I'm just happy I got to see them right up close and personal. Yeah, so, right. Like to, to see greatness in Emmett Smith and see Roger Starbuck there, Randy White walk past. I, I, for me, if I was to go back any era and see one player is Randy White. Like I would, that's the monster. Like, there's some I just love how aggressive he was in that defense, like watching the old video clips of him. If I was to be like go back in time and watch a football game, is when Randy White's playing. That would be that would be me and dream world right now, you know. 
I think you and a lot of people. <laughs> so yeah. that's a shared goal by most. Yeah, but uh, other than that, I uh, got to meet some friends um, at the Texas Live where Des, Brian had his, uh, I wouldn't call it a tailgate. It was more of a gathering this time, like, because the tailgate last week was at a different location and it did have like the, the beer and the food all set up. But because it was at Texas Live, it was just more of an entry fee type of thing. And you're just like partaking part of all the other bars as part of Texas Live. So I wouldn't really call it a tailgate per se, but it was still good. The music was live. I got to uh, catch up with the role music, uh, Six Free. Um, yeah. So I've not seen him since back 2017, where, where me, him, and uh, Shannon went to the, the Mavericks game years ago. Uh, that was a good night out, but I'll keep that close, close, close for wraps. But, um, but yeah, we were catching up, and uh, he was asking me, um, "What do you think of the team?" This is, I think, we're in a really pretty good state as long as we're being consistent. Our diet just keeps doing what he's doing right now. I think we 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 could potentially make that push this year. So, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so staying with my friend Jerry, we're staying up in Grapevine for a couple of days, and and yesterday, well, not yesterday, but the day before yesterday, flew down to Houston, and yesterday I went into Galveston, where it was at like a Victorian <laughs> festival thing, and it was the weirdest yeah, thing. You went to the Strand, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was great, but I've never been so confused in my life because <laughs> I saw a clash of tartans and kilts i've never seen in my life and i'm just like okay that's definitely not traditional but okay so it's like victorian people were dressed up as uh gladiators and all sorts i'm like i thought this was supposed to be victorian but hey ho but whatever tickles your fancy yeah it looks like they were having fun it, it, it was great. I, I really enjoyed that, and I loved the. It, it kind of almost reminded me of New Orleans a little bit, like some of the buildings and stuff like mm -hmm. that, with balconies yeah. and stuff. So, but yeah, that was great. Yeah, the Strand is a is a cool part of Galveston. I would say, uh, yeah. very coastal. Oh yeah, very humid. I will say it's very humid. Yeah, luckily you don't have to worry about your hair frizzing. No, no, because I don't have none. <laughs> Uh, all righty well I, you need I to knew, get yeah i knew I knew, I, I knew you were gonna throw a ball joke in there at some point <laughs> <laughs> i have to oh yeah of course I'm strong oh. um <laughs> See, when, when you look at my head it's like a beacon right now so <laughs> yeah it's shining at me right now <laughs> anyways oh. you have to go to a a event today tell everyone where to like donate and do all the good things for it yes so i'll post that up on twitter a uh, just momentarily it's a uh, for oh god it's for my friend's benefit for who's dealing with uh, breast cancer and chemotherapy right now so i'll post it up on my social media later today so if you're able to donate that would be fantastic um, but yeah, it's going to be a wonderful event. It's going to be beers, hot dogs, raffle prizes, uh, auctions and stuff like that. So it's going to be great. Perfect. Well, be sure to check that out and donate if you can. And, um, you know, if you have any, if you're like, what are the Cowboys up to? You can go to bloggingtheboys.com and check out all the things there also we do have a podcast for you every single day wherever you listen to podcasts check out blogging the boys 
rate, review, subscribe. Tell Paul that he is just a beacon of light because he's bald. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) Anyways, until next week, go Cowboys. Go Niners. Fellas forever, Philly for never. (laughs) Exactly, Philly for never. Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more strengthen security posture, and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.